Bible studies show. Whoa! What up is Ruth? And she fell on her face. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so she and Ruth are kicking it in Bethlehem to come unto a people. Oh my which god! Without the Lord. So she's like, "Don't text him. Wash thyself, therefore." And anoint thee. I'm surprised. Because it's weird. Good thing I have the whole Bible memorized. Hazael. 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 Okay. K. Hazel? (laughs) You're gonna fuck me up. (laughs) Literally every time I saw his name, I. Saw Hazel, <laughs> and I want to say Hazel, but it's not. Oh. It's Hazael. All right. Okay, if so you say so. This is me holding myself accountable. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said something multiple ways in the last episode, and you know what? No one mentioned it. All right. So. As long as no one's paying attention to anything we say. That, no, absolutely that's not. That's good then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to get another drink. Lily! I drank my drink. Oh my goodness. Sorry about it. We had a lot to catch up on we since did. I became a serial killer. That's <laughs> Okay, well, go get your drink and then come back and explain, or else we're going to have the FBI on our door. (laughs) I wish that this bag of oranges didn't make so much noise. You'd like to consume a bag of oranges, like, while I tell you this story? What if you get one orange (laughs) and you feel it now? And then what? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hazael. <laughs> Bless you. What are you drinking? Well, it's pretty strong. It's called LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Vermont grown. Single orchard blend. Wow. Very singular. It's from the um, neighboring bougie town, Stowe. Oh, Oh, I have heard of that because it's bougie. Stowe is like our Eagleton, if you watch Parks and Rec. (laughs) Oh. And we're Pawnee. Aww. That's the sight of your becoming a serial killer. (laughs) I got another deer. Lily said, pew, pew. A boy named Sue. <laughs> I thought I was shooting a doe, and I wasn't. The doe had a little pecker, as my neighbor <laughs> as my neighbor said. He was he was less doe a deer and more ray a drop of golden sun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you should be very proud of yourself, Lillian. You are a skilled hunter. You are beating beating all the boys, literally, figuratively, (laughs) and otherwise. I supplied dinner tonight. Me and Sue. (laughs) 
What did you have? What did you make with it? Backstrap. What the hell is that? Um, Molasses. If you, you know, trigger warning, anyone listening who doesn't like dismembering bodies. (laughs) But I'm sure you're all fine with it. But I'm sure you're all fine with it. Um, we're all gills here. <laughs> we're <laughs> Just a chat amongst us gills. <laughs> um, the back. If you cut down the spine, yeah, there's what's called the back straps. Two really meaty muscles that run kind of uh, vertically down its back yeah. and. They are perfect for cuts of steak. Oh. Fascinating. Yes. I don't know that I've ever had a deer steak. You know what I mean? Well, you got to come to Vermont. Yeah. And I'll, that's all I've got to give you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bible-ish, the podcast where we tell Bible stories. I'm Lily. I am also Angela. And neither of us are religious experts, but we aren't here to tell you a moral. We're here to tell you a story. At Bible-ish, we're serving up equal parts, epic tale, summary, and (laughs) (laughs) summary, and drunk literary analysis we are definitely not here to preach so get ready to hear these stories in a brand new way also we don't do these stories in order however what you can do is join our patreon for as little as a dollar a month and get access instantly to a complete list of our episodes including all the ones that you can't see on the internet anymore because they won't let us (laughs) four years worth of episodes at your fingertips Our patrons on Patreon are the amazing people who help keep the show going. So we are very grateful to them and everyone who supports us every month. And this week is... It's just Alicia. It's again. It's again. Alicia again, some more again forever also. Right. Okay. I'm... I'm a little over... Alicia. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> in his in his defense, I've been dragging his story out, but that's because I find him somewhat uninteresting. He's just like generic Bible guy. <laughs> you know, like whatever the Bible um dating app equivalent is of guy who holds fish up. like that's him he's west elm caleb (laughs) so (laughs) so i'm gonna just run through as many chapters as i can before i run out of steam nothing fancy no smutty themes just summary okay i mean we'll still we'll still have fun i'm not gonna read you my bullet points or anything. There's there's still there's still gonna be a story. It just won't be like a sexy western spooky story. Yeah. 
you know, I guess they can't, I guess they can't all be Bible smut. Or can they? <laughs> <laughs> Bible-ish after dark. Potentially different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different podcast. Maybe couldn't be so public because maybe villagers with pitchforks. <laughs> No summary this time, as we have entered a new era of Alicia, where he kind of takes a back seat to the plot as more of an observer than a driver. Hmm. So let's jump right in. So Alicia speed race, ready, set, go. Ben Haddad, the king of Aram, is <laughs> ill. Hmm. You probably recognize the name. Although, you might not recognize the face, if you could see the face. (laughs) Because that's not the Ben Haddad we know. It's his son. Oh. Ben means son of. So he's a son of a Haddad. The OG Haddad was a king of Edom way back in the day. Hmm. Okay, okay. So Ben-Hadad, there can be however many Ben-Hadads. So many there sons. There can be. Exactly. Yeah. Ben-Hadad is told that a man of God has come to town. It's Elisha, surprise, surprise. The king wants very much to seek his counsel. And by counsel, I mean prophetic abilities on account of him being sick and all. Uh-huh. He sends a man named Hazael. Uh-huh. And if I say Hazel, just know I said it right this time. <laughs> Hazael. He sends a man named Hazael after him. Loaded with camels bearing the finest wares of Damascus. Mm. Hazael goes to him and asks if the king will die from his illness. And now we have our first scene. He will certainly recover, answered Alicia. Oh, good. Responds Hazael. But he will also die. Uh, come again? Alicia stared at Hazael, who stared back at him uncomfortably. Then Alicia began to cry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's happening right now. The Lord has shown me what you will do to the Israelites. You will burn down their forts, put their young men to the sword, Dash their little children on the ground and r- rip open pregnant women. Whoa! What the fuck? Hazael asked. <laughs> How would I even do any of that? I'm a servant, a dog. You will become king of Aram. The Lord has shown me. What a weirdo. <laughs> He thought to himself, me, a king, what a joke. Hazael left Alicia, who stood there glaring at him through blurry eyes. He shook his head and turned away. As he walked, 
the thought became less funny and the notion less strange. By the time he reached the palace, he too could see himself as the king of Aram. <gasps> ben Hadad was Benless after all. He Hadad no son. Oh my god, Lily! <laughs> Lily! She is really enjoying her joke. <laughs> I wish everyone could see her. If, <laughs> if he died, someone on his council would become king. Someone like Hazael. Ooh. That evening, he returned to the king to tell him what Alicia had said, but left out some pretty obvious additions. He told him that Alicia said he would not, in fact, die of his illness. Relieved, the king drifted off to sleep. The next day, Hazael came to call on him as he always did, but this time he was holding a wet cloth. He put it over the king's face, and he eventually suffocated. Ah! Everyone assumed it was the illness, and Hazael became king. <gasps> Next chapter! Wow, wow, wow. Kings 2, 8, 16. Pay attention. In the fifth year of Joram, son of Ahab, king of Israel, when Jehoshaphat was king of Judah, Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, began his reign as king of Judah. Okay? Yeah, who doesn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> we been new. <laughs> we been new. <laughs> So before I continue, Jehoshaphat, who was he? Why was he jumping? No one knows. <laughs> jumping Jehoshaphat. <laughs> I can tell you who he was, though, the fourth king of the kingdom of Judah. Asa was his dad. And guess whose house he belongs to? Ben. God's favorite king. Oh, David. Nepotism at its finest, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ew, David's so pretty. David's so handsome. Can you just go marry David? <laughs> All right. Uh, continuing the Bible reading. <clears throat> Kings 2, 8, 17. He was 32 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He followed the ways of the kings of Israel as the house of Ahab had done, for he married a daughter of Ahab. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, for the sake of his servant David, the Lord was not willing to destroy Judah. He had promised to maintain a lamp for David and his descendants forever. Forever, ever. And uh. ever, ever. <laughs> so Ahab, according to God, is where everything in the whole royal plot line went wrong. Oh, okay, 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 okay. 
Saul was a nutter, but he got the job done, sort of. David was his perfect little beautiful in every way boy. Solomon was like the closest thing to an intellectual relationship God has ever had with a mortal. And then there was Ahab. Ahab goes and marries you-know-who. My cat. (laughs) Your daughter. Jezebel. And becomes a ball worshiper. He's not (laughs) submissive like Saul or divinely ruthless like David or wise like Solomon. And, And he cares very little about the covenant. God told Samuel, if you recall, that a king was a dumb idea. And Ahab just solidifies that for him. Yeah. He represents the loss of what the three great kings had gained. Mm. The United Kingdoms, the wealth, the strength. Yeah. So Jehoram's whole story is this. He becomes king at 32. Edom rebels against Judah and Judah wins. Also, Libna rose up. As for the other events of his reign, are they not recorded in the annals of the kings? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone put it in their butt. So this is yet another story that we thought we would know all about in the future because they assumed we were all the Bible would come. They assumed we would keep. <laughs> they assumed we'd keep the annals. <laughs> they were just ahead of their time. Had the internet been around, we would have known. There would have so, been memes about it. Somewhere at some point in time was the Annals of the Kings, an account of of all the kings of Judah and Israel. And, uh, you know, who knows what was in it? But Steph. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just every once in a while we hear a really brief story and we're like, wow, that was oddly brief. And then... <laughs> It explains that, you know, the rest, the details are in the annals. (laughs) Per my last email. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't have those, so who knows? Yeah. Thanks for playing, though, um, Jehoram. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I hope you had a great eight years. (laughs) Happy 40th birthday to you. (laughs) Moving on. Wait, so Elijah wasn't even in that story. No, it's no. No, he was not. <laughs> okay. Background. You know, we get a fucking break from that guy. <laughs> Moving on, we have Ahijah. Uh-huh. But you don't know who he is either because he's the nephew of the Ahijah we know. Oh, because I was like, that sounds familiar. Actually. Yes, because he was the son of Jezebel and Ahab. But now we're talking about the nephew of the son of Jezebel and Ahab. That's so many removed. I know. That's so many removed. I know. 
This Ahajai. Ahaja? Ahajai. I don't know. Ahazai. I wonder if I just Googled it, could I have saved face? <laughs> Let me just. Ah, that's such a good emo song. I wonder. <laughs> Uh, let me just see if I can get a quick little pronunciation of that. Wow, I was so, I was not even close. Oh, no. The whole time. What is it? Like, and I've said the name before, and I wasn't even close. Okay, well. And I really like the name. Ahaziah. Oh. Well, let's see if you could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know I can't. <laughs> say it right now. Close your eyes. Say it again. <laughs> Ahaziah. Oh, she did it. I can do it. You did it. Okay, so, yay. Yay. Um, He's the nephew of the Ahazai we knew of the past, but he's Ahaziah. (laughs) (laughs) He he reigned for, guess how many years? 40. That's right, one. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which People was didn't even live 40 years why was that my guess oh because of everything happening in 40 year cycles that one year was enough time for god to not like him because he gave off very ahab vibes oh oh hell no during that one year ahazai teamed up with joram son of ahab to battle Hazael. God fucking. <laughs> you did it. I know, but it like was hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this alliance was kind of cool because it was like the United States of Judah and Israel again. Oh. Okay. But not really, because they weren't actually united. They just were united in this effort they, to battle a ram. Stood next to each other. Yes. And kissed a little. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing else. Joram gets wounded and goes to Jezreel to recover. Ahaziah goes to visit him. And see him through his recovery. End of story. Oh, that's the end of story. Yes. Now they are friends. Now they're, yes. Best buds. Best buds sitting by their sick beds. Aww. You know, real good buds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, another one that Alicia has nothing to do with. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yep, and that's the end of that story. <laughs> Next chapter. Speed run. Alicia is back on the scene. Oh, okay. He summons a man from the company of prophets to perform a special task. I read this part and was like, 
wait, what's the company of profits? Yeah, I want I want to know about that. Is it a company? Are they all profits? Is it a theater group? <laughs> <laughs> We're the profits. Shouldn't profits maybe be more spread out? <laughs> Why are you hogging all the profits? What's the hierarchy like? <laughs> Alicia is clearly CEO of the company of profits. <laughs> anyway, Alicia, CEO of the company of profits, summons a man from within his company and says, Tuck your cloak into your belt. Get a flask of oil and go to Ramoth Gilead. It's go time. It's go time, brah. I just spent $40 billion on, on the company of profits and 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 and, and uh, we're going to fire about like, you know, 35% by email. So <laughs> I have to pee really bad. Oh, <laughs> no. Sorry. The capitalism made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism made me mad. Where was I? Uh, the company of profits. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You better tuck and run. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he summons a man from his company and says, "Tuck and run. <laughs> Get a flask of oil and go to Ramoth Gilead." So this part made me think of that time I was high and you were feeling unwell so you asked me to get something out of your bag for you and I just shot up and was like you got a buddy and <laughs> <laughs> just left the room to get literally anything out of your bag because I did not wait for further instructions I don't remember this this is incredible you don't <laughs> You were like in pain or something and you were like, could you get something out of my bag for me? And I was like, right away. <laughs> and I just <laughs> left and then walked back and was like, what was it you needed? Oh, that's so nice, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia told him he was to find Jehu, I wonder even how you say that one. We're not going to start I'm... pronouncing things correctly now. Okay. <laughs> Jehu. <laughs> like Jehu. Yeah. Alicia told him he was to find Jehu, son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and get him alone. Then he's to take him to an inner room, dump oil on his head, and shout, this is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. Then run away. That's the instructions. Those are the instructions. I would be like, you know, Alicia, have you thought about retirement? Okay, yeah. Before we talk about how strange that is, <laughs> can I just say, Elijah would never he would have done it his damn self. Oh, yeah. Just like Samuel in The Great Kings. 
And that's another reason Alicia bothers me. He's such a lead singer, little diva who's constantly delegating his duties. And it bothers me so much that he can't ever be bothered. Yeah. But I also love that he was like, tuck in that shirt and stand up straight. <laughs> like what? Like all over the goddamn place. It feels a little bit like the, the progression from Moses to like Elijah to Alicia feels a little like what happens to a startup company when it finally gets big enough to be stable. Like when you're like a startup, everyone is like scrounging around for like any bit of organization possible. And then by like the third, fourth, fifth generation of employees, people are like, I think the lunch menu of free lunch options is too limiting. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think we should have trampolines for our recreational activity on Wednesday instead of dodgeball. Like that's how (laughs) the new new uniform should be. Everyone has their tunics tucked in. (laughs) But I mean that, like, Alicia is, like, constantly, like, someone else do it for me. And, like, Moses was, like, I walked up a mountain. Yes. Like, yeah. That's the annoying. I fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And Alicia's, like, I would have asked someone else to do that. That's, Uh, that's, that's beneath me. (laughs) So, the... The tucking of the tunic actually does have some symbolic significance. Mm. A tucked up garment usually indicated a strenuous or fast paced task. So Alicia obviously wanted this done like yesterday. Okay. And the unlucky prophet intern ran straight for Ramoth Gilead with his flask of oil and discovered that the man he was looking for was a commander. When he found Jehu, Jehu, who knows? (laughs) He was surrounded by his officers. They were all in conference outside of a house, talking loudly. The intern was painfully shy and approached them in an awkward slowness. I have a message for the commander. What? I I have a message for the commander. For who? For for you, sir. Oh. Very well. Out with it then. It it's a private message. Oh, a private message is it. The officers grinned. Yes, it's of the utmost importance. Clearly. They've sent you after all. And you are the officers chuckled. I'm from the com- the company of prophets. The COP. Yes. Oh. Well, I don't usually talk to cops. Please. Th- this is an urgent private matter. Jehu grinned at his officers and they jeered back as he turned to enter the house with this frantic little cop. Once they were inside, the cop stood with his back to Jehu. Well? Jehu said to break the silence. What is this urgent private matter? Suddenly, the little intern cop whipped around, 
There was something in his hand, a flask. As he turned, he pulled out the cork and dumped it upside down, holding it over Jehu's head. What in the... This is... This is what the Lord, the Lord God of Israel says. Are you... I anoint you, king, over the Lord's people, Israel. You are out of your... You are to destroy the house of Ahab, your master, and I will avenge the blood of... And avenge the blood of all the Lord's servants shed by Jezebel. The whole house of Ahab will perish. As for Jezebel, dogs will devour her on the plot of ground at Jezreel, and no... Well, what? No one will bury her. Dogs. <laughs> She's. She just ran up to me. She's like, look, no, no dogs, no dogs allowed. <laughs> <laughs> then the little prophet intern cop ran out of the house as fast as he could, leaving Jehu dripping in oil, mouth agape. <laughs> When he finally emerged from the house, all of his officers were staring at him. What did that madman want? You know cops are crooked. It was probably just a shake-up. Come on, tell us. Jehu gave them a reluctant retelling, and they instantly removed their cloaks to lay at his feet so he did not have to stand on the bare steps. Then they sounded the trumpets and shouted, Jehu is king. Wow. Next chapter. See, we're chugging away. We are truly chugging away, but Alicia Look is... Look at us, Gil. He's lost his marbles a little bit. Jehu, with some encouraging shouts and trumpet blasts, is now fully convinced that the little madman cop was right in anointing him. And his focus turns to Jezreel. What's in Jezreel, you ask? Well, remember that story I told you about the two kings who God hates being in the same place at the same time? Mm -hmm. Because one of them became wounded fighting Hazael and the army of Aram? Yeah. Well, that story was not so random after all because Guess who just became nemesis to Jehu upon his anointing? Oh, those guys. Those guys. Jehu rode into Jezreel with his troops and the guards sounded their arrival. Joram, who is still in recovery, orders a horseman to ride out and ask who they are and if they come in peace. When the rider asked this, Jehu cocked his head. What do you have to do with peace? Fall behind me. And the rider did. The lookout reported back to the king. The rider had made it, but he will not be returning. The king asked his guard if he knew who the leader of the approaching party might be. He rides like a madman, they said. Only one man can ride like that. And his name is Jehu. Hmm. Too fast. Too furious. Damascus drift. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> Lily! That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, no. Um, the guy whose name I'm scared of now. <laughs> ah, Zaya. What the fuck did I say before? It was, it started A. A. Ahazi. Uh, no. Ahaziah. Yeah. Ahaziah and Joram decided to ride out to meet him themselves. Jehu mustered all the strength he could as to not look weak, even though he was still wounded. Together, but in separate cars, they rode out to meet Jehu before he could make it to the gates. When they were finally before him, they asked, Do you come in peace? Peace? sneered Jehu. There is none. Idolatry and witchcraft will abound as long as your slut mother Jezebel lives. With that, with that, Joram peeled out on his chariot while calling out to Ahazai, Ahaziah, Ahaz, fuck my life. Run, he cried, <laughs> treachery. <laughs> Jehu inhaled as he lifted up his bow while simultaneously reaching for an arrow. He brought the two together, drew the arrow back, and sent it straight toward Joram. Ah. It hit him between the shoulders Ow. and he slumped over the steering wheel. Jehu told his attendants to collect Joram's body <gasps> and take it to Naboth's field. Did. Please tell me you remember the significance of this. No, but I don't remember the name. Naboth. Where did Ahab die? I'll give you a hint. He's fertilizing some carrots. Oh, yeah, in his garden. When Ahazai saw all of this unfold, he fled in terror. But Jehu went slaughtering after him. <laughs> You'll all be fertilizer when I'm done. <laughs> Shouting, kill him too. <laughs> exact quote. Just same difference. Quote. <laughs> next chapter. Next week. <gasps> sorry, I'm sorry. Really? I know. I started writing it out, but then it exploded and turned into this big thing and then turned into... An entire amazing opportunity that I am so excited for. Is Jezebel going to be on the show? Jezebel, me. Yes, she is. Low dogs allowed. Low dogs allowed. (laughs) Molly. Just Just get into the juiciest stuff. I know, and I was... I. I have like part of it written out, and then I was like, "Oh shit, this is um an opportunity." So <laughs> that's where we will end it. But look, did you see us plow through all those chapters, taking them down? Boom, 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 yeah, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Punching them, knocking them to the ground. Punch them. Dealing their stuff. This is scary. Lily's uh, been sitting on a broken chair. The, this whole episode brought to you by a broken chair. Oh my god. Well, Lily, thank you so much for telling us all of those stories. 
Oh, you're so. That was so many stories. I know. I did it. How how did she do it? Man, I'm like, I'm excited. Now I'm excited to hear about the rest of Alicia because I feel like he's going cuckoo banana cocoa puffs. (laughs) And I want to find out what happens. Oh, we're like in the, yeah. We're in the dog tooth celebrity tabloid <laughs> sort of territory yeah, like alicia seen leaving his home carrying too much mail situation yeah. where it's like why is he getting so many packages and why can't he just come back for some of them we'll never know <laughs> it was nice to knock out a big cold chunk of king's two and alicia's story but I fully intended to run through as much as I could, but this next chapter was really a brick wall that I ended up being extremely excited for. And it's not a wall. It's a whole other building. And (laughs) I'm thrilled to show you inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just got to run. You just got to run through the fire. And you did it. Run and we fast made it. Running through kings. Leave all your leashes, leashes behind. <laughs> the judge's days are over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, well, thank you again, Lily, so much. You're so very welcome. And thank you for listening. If you are a fan of the show, whether it's your first time ever listening or you've been listening for a while and really uh, love these stories that we're bringing you, we would be so, so, so happy to have you as part of our Patreon family. Patreon is a really awesome platform where you can support creators like us for as little as a dollar a month and also get really cool fun perks from us if you sign up for more than a dollar a month and as it were... If you sign up for as little as a dollar a month, you'll also get access to all of our old episodes. That's like over a hundred episodes of four years of work um, that you can then listen to anytime you want, as many times as you want. Forever and ever. <laughs> so all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Bibleish podcast, patreon.com slash Bibleish podcast, and come join the Bibleish fam. We would love to have you. Again, we are not here to mock or glorify the Bible. We are just two modern-day ladies trying to wrap our heads around an ancient text. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.